0: My name is uh, Evangelist Evangelist Dolores Williams from One Step Beyond Today with the Creator. And the recording uh, on uh, You Are uh, Evolving uh, of September the 2nd. I think that was September the 3rd last evening. We had a glitch in the recording, and this is uh, the continuation of, uh, um, uh, part one. And, um, I would like to, um, take up where we left off for the, those that, um, listeners in the audience. And, um, we left off with, um, Paul writing to the Ephesians, Ephesians, and, um, but I noticed, um, something that I wanted to correct in Deception of the Last Hour and the Four Lies that we believe, and, uh, it begins, we say we have no sin and deceive ourselves, I think I had, um, All of these scriptures are coming from 1 John, and I'm giving you the uh, chapters and then the verse. So, uh, there's a correction. I gave you, um, again, all chapters are coming from 1 John, but I took, um, I think, uh, if I can remember (laughs) uh, correctly, uh, I gave you um, 1 through 8, and it should have been 1 John. First chapter, verse eight. And uh, those you can go back over and uh, look over to uh, to find that. And uh, I won't go through the whole list of uh, um, scriptures with you, but uh, it's uh, under the uh, lies that we often tell ourselves and <clears throat> i found where we left off yesterday before we had that glitch in the recording session and uh i think uh, i was going over to uh paul Giz uh panama a panoramic uh, pictorial view of god's redemptive work and uh which is worthiness of our calling and catching the vision which is um Ephesians the 4th chapter and verse 1 and just read the whole verses the whole chapter we always uh can get a better view of what is being told when we look at the, at the chapter and what's going on around that chapter so you're, you're in your time, and, and we should make time, really. We should make time because you are evolving into wholeness with truth and understanding. So um, it's very important to not put off tomorrow what we should do today. And when I say that we are in the last hours, God's hours and timing, it's not like our timing when the clock, we set the alarm on the clock and get up for work the next day. And um, yeah, we must get to the, the, the true business of the Lord. It's, it's very, very urgent that we go over and, um, and do a self tune up with the Spirit and with the Word of God. It is very important that we do that because we cannot lean upon our own righteousness. There is a structure of God's righteousness, and He's a builder of souls. He's a builder of lies. He's a builder of our very human self. So we must get in line with what he says, and and, and and find out the meaning. Go deeper, but with that, um, there I think we left off at what perception and insight Paul demonstrates heavenly gifts of vision, seeing the by picture usually by victorial revelation. And, uh, we're, I'm going off of the, I'm, I'm, I'm coming from the summary of Ephesians and Paul of visions of walking worthy. And, uh, we're not got, we're not getting into the books, uh, I mean, deep into the book of Ephesians, uh, but we're going over an overview of what Ephesians is trying to tell us and uh I'm I'm giving you just pointers and there are main pointers and the main pointer is is that we must have insight we must understand the gifts of the spirit and um this is where we are and if I'm not mistaken Paul heard the voice of God and not only was given the vision, but he saw how to break it down. How? Through by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has showed him why. And Paul goes on to get the followers to obey. And the how is when God endowed Paul to use a body. Paul's style of execution and using a body. Paul used a head. That, and that head cannot accomplish anything or any goal apart from hands, feet, eyes. It makes a body. The faculties of our being and our mind and our heart and uh, our conscious, these are the spiritual, these are the spiritual uh, faculties. That house, the systems, our memory, uh, uh, our intake, and, and, and all of these things, the head can do nothing apart from the hands, the feet, the eyes, because they all follow. They all follow <clears throat> the man's intuition and all the systems that God put in our bodies. So what am I saying here to accomplish any goal without each part of the team faculties that contributes to the whole person we're, we're giving emotion we're giving we have to know the difference we have to know uh, uh, what is happening to us and without the correct teaching and the going deeper into the clay jar, the, uh, the human cavity, and understanding even our own anatomy, our human anatomy. It's good to know the depth of this complex unit called human and to f- understand what has been imparted into the human being that makes us human beings. Era, we, 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 we are told, be sober of the devil's devices. And we, it, we must go back. We must go back. And we must get a good understanding. We must get a good understanding. And um, you see, Paul, <coughs> in this summary, Jesus enables us to act upon, he, had, he allowed Paul to act upon the vision he was giving. And when we act upon the vision, see there's a visionary. There are, there are the um, gifts of the spirit. That's, these are the gifts, this is pertaining to the human being on a spiritual level. It's what's happening. And Paul executed uh this his vision of growing us into witnesses in the word. A- and this goes for leaders as well. Anytime a leader feels like he doesn't need to be uh counseled by another minister and won't take uh the uh construction critic constructive Criticism or let's say let's not say criticism, but well let's be truthful. Some of them need uh to 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 come take their heads out of the cloud, so to speak. I don't think too many pastors think that they need Uh, another brother in the gospel to tell them to stay conventional in teaching and in preaching and not coming up with their own uh, uh, form of, um, of keeping membership. If you're called to the ministry, there's no reason for you to venture off of the straight and narrow road to keep members. But members can see too. Don't think that they can't they can see too because many of them read their bibles just like I have from uh 16 years old to the present where we are and we don't have we went to we went to seminary it was the teaching of the holy spirit it was the teaching and I would I it would be a wonderful thing if those that who call themselves learned and uh Up under the anointing of man, if they could go back and get up under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and it 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 behooves me to look at someone that has went to a man's school, and because he's had um, an ordination of man, and he thinks again he's a a reverend, he's not too educated. Because the only degree that God cares about, as the Holy Spirit is trying to take us, is the thermatic uh, temperature of your hotness. That's the only degree. The rest of them are going to burn up and not gonna. He doesn't in judgment. He doesn't care where you graduated from. He don't care how many Ph.D.s, Ph.R.s, or whatever uh, that man seems to think that uh, he should be awed, uh, reverence, and bowed to. We bow to no man. We bow to no one but God. Every knee is going to be made to bow. So with that, <clears throat> Paul had uh, elevated, and in his vision, in in the in the third chapters, Paul will warned of hardship. Uh, th- this, this, this—anyone that is in that pool pit that that has not been through anything, we must question that person. You, it's no way that you can teach or you can be a visionary and not having to have gone through something because your experiences and your hard knocks or your testimonies—they are the—they are what trains us. That fire is hot fire is hot. My children used to love to play in fire. And as a mother with seeing actually what would eventually take us out as a family, I had to let them know that fire burns. And my, I went in and the kitchen curtains was on fire. They were playing with matches and we already had a house with a shotgun, uh, kitchen uh they called it in that day in the 70s a runaway kitchen and it did look like someone else ran away with the other part of the kitchen but i i went in and i had to put the fire out but you know this this is teaching and and this is how the holy spirit teaches us that sin is hot it will we will end up in a very eternal lake of fire so this is what Paul um, teaches us, and and he warns us. He warns us that it's not an easy task to follow God because we have an etern- we have an, uh, 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 an uh, power and principalities that stalk us. Once we turn from the world, and says I do, and saying I do is a vow that we make to. Th- to uh, Jesus and Jesus sends us the Holy Spirit to be able to 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 walk uh, 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 in a way that is pleasing to the Father. we must understand heaven is eyeing us heaven is watching us and we cannot go to God as like a pimp trying to pimp God because He knows us. He knew us even before we were formed. It's good not to uh, tempt the Lord thy God. It's, it's, it's very, very important that we do not lie to the Holy Spirit. That is that is That is a very, very, very serious thing that can result in death. He's not going to tolerate He will not tolerate it. And I don't see how some people can get in the pulpit and commit adultery while they're in the pulpit and come out each morning and telling the the members, uh, giving the members a sermon. Every sermon that we preach is to ourselves first, and then it's to the few members. So, you know, um, Paul was furnishing the church members Uh, with position and authority with the gifts now what I mean by that the members are not supposed to get up in the pulpit and try to take the pastor's place but Paul was up under the spirit uh, the vision given him and the vision that uh, the pastors and anyone over souls is a weighty position You you can end up with all those souls' blood on your hands. And, you know, I wouldn't want to be in that. I would like to be a servant like I am, endowed with gifts and and, and understanding. I, I wouldn't want to be in the pastor's shoes. That's the reason we must pray for our pastors. We must pray for all of them. But, you know, you have pastors on reality shows. We have pastors that come from a life of uh, committing adultery and in the pulpit, and once God takes one out from uh, a blasphemous uh, uh, situation in the church, poisoning and uh, hurting the souls of the sheep, then another one of that same spirit takes over. So this is what the pew members must understand. You know, you just can't get a man that's or a woman that's in the pulpit uh that has that sting and has that spirit of lust. Uh we just have to be careful who we are following. And 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 we've had some mega uh uh bishops and pastors that have gotten in that pulpit and they have done all the things. That Satan has told them to do, and even uh, they, you know, I mean, it's, it's, we, we can see, we can see, and we must pray for those, uh, uh, church pew members that are blind and can't understand or see that because they are idolizing the human man instead of following, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, and this is why it's very urgent to go back do a a tune-up by the seven churches that uh, uh, the Spirit has sent to the the seven churches. We can do that by uh, testing to see where we are. We know what's going on in the backdrop of a church. We know what uh, is happening in the churches, that in the houses that we attend. I don't even Mm -hmm. like to say church anymore because when you go in on Sunday, I mean, it looks like it's just a strip joint without the pole. And church, when Jesus cleaned the money changers out of the temple, he wants the church, the sanctuary is supposed to be respected. And families are, families where the parents are trying to teach their young daughters to have dignity and modesty. You won't find it in a lot of houses today. I mean, anything goes. There's a structure. There's a structure. Uh, The deacons is supposed to be uh, 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 deacons of one wife, and that wife is not to be a gossiper. And the the minister and the pastor is to be of one wife and able to control his own household. But when we get so many women and men... In the pulpit that are just not uh, the vision of ambassadors. There is an integrity, there is a modesty that God loves and He expects for that to be in the pulpit. We, 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 we have to cover ourselves. We, we, we can't come in and the, I tell you, it's just church doesn't, these, some of these houses just doesn't feel like church anymore it just feels like a a mass dating club and uh looking for anybody else's husband will do and it's 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 scandalous it's scandalous in the eyes of god and there are going to be penalties when he comes to judge the church but paul was led and he He led uh, others on the journey. Ephesians is a book of vision. It's a book of gifts. It's a book of getting our house in order, our hearts in order. And we see walking through history lane, we glean, number one, becoming a model for equipping. That's uh, found in Ephesians, uh, the third chapter, one through seven. We see also Paul builds unity amidst diversity. That's in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, one through eight. And the leadership of ministries, leadership in the church. uh, We find that uh, in the fourth chapter and the 11th through 16th verse. And then here, the, the leadership in the home. That means even to single moms who have to be uh, you know the dad, dad as well, and uh, we see the husbands exhorting the wives. Um, that, that's another thing. That's a total another sermon, really. Uh, how to how husbands are to exhort their wives, encourage their wives, inspire their wives, and and not be like a Satan over their wives. And the Holy Spirit scriptures of the seven gifts. Uh, I'm gonna include that in uh, online so that you can go and it's got everything of the seven spirit gifts of the Holy Spirit. So uh, yesterday I wanted to uh, conclude with. Uh, more or less, the overviews of the role of God and what uh, He expects us to do. For we are gonna, we're definitely gonna be account, uh, have to give an account of the uh, the uh, the sins uh, that we do not do in the uh, the commission and the omission. That's coming in a, another episode, and it's very important. That we get, we get it right. Yeah, we none of us know when we are going to exit into uh, the long night of going home, going outside creation. Well, there is another life to live as this world turns at the edge of darkness. It's darkness. Mm-hmm. There is another world that where we will begin again, and that world will include standing before the judgment seat to be judged. And then we go into the everlasting eternity forever and ever and ever. And we need to think on these things in this hour. We don't know, but I can tell you, I used to write and I used to uh, warn And and talk about storms that are coming. Don't you know that we could be sitting in church and get the wrong idea about a person and thoughts or whatever? Now, you uh, those that with the gift, you have to look and obey what God tells you to do. And uh, you know we could miss out. We could be left behind just from what's in our hearts. The heart is not your works that you're going to be judged by. It is what is in your heart when you leave this world. And it's so important to understand and to go deeper, very deep. And uh, with that, I'm going to conclude this uh, continuation. Always understand that there's going to be always a situation There is going to be an observation of Scripture. There's going to be a situation of uh, of, uh, the Scripture. There's always going to be an observation of the Scripture. And there's always going to be the inspiration of the Scripture. And that's the way that we must uh, collect our, our experiences in life. We have to learn how to... The gifts of the Spirit teaches us how to walk on our circumstances instead of our circumstances walking on us so with that I'm going to come to a a close and before I go I would just like to uh, share something uh, out of one of my books um, uh, that I wrote 10 years ago and I title it for you. And it and I always share my poems with people that I counsel to if they feel that they want to hear it. For there is a message in the poems before a storm. No, let us not have any more pain by default. But if we have pain let it be because we're living the life that the Lord wants us to live you will be called holy rollers or uh, holier than thou oh you will have names you will have names as a board housewife but you know you stand you stand tall and you speak the truth if God has given you a position of uh, a, a, a ministry in a church you know no new convert is ever supposed to be over a minister in any house of God because they are new converts and the devil will have a field's day with them and uh, you you just can't I mean there is a structure you know women men being married five and seven and having ten husbands that is not the structure that God tells us that we uh, should have There is order, and there is law. There is law in the breath that we breathe. When we say law, you know, these scholars and these so-called righteous people, oh, we don't have to live by law, but the law of the universe obeys God. His word never comes back to him void, and I promise you, you need to understand what he has given us shall not come back to him void and the soul that comes before him in judgment day if they are void of the word and if they disrespected the word of God you shall not trotten, uh the blood up under your feet but let me read this to you <clears throat> the time is actually um one forty six in the morning and uh, I wanted to go ahead on and complete and conclude here I titled this for a poem for you. That this poem is for those that are in the audience that are listening that has been broken. Uh, you there's a place that broken hearts can go and that is to their beloved savior. And this poem I want you to just listen to it. And it is copy of course. And uh I want you to listen. I title it, <clears throat> For You. In every tear is a drop of hope. For every sigh is strength to begin again. For every sparkle of imagination is the chance for change. For every hurt is a dawning of a new day. For every new morn is a need to know life is waiting know you. For every moment is joy waiting for you, to share her smiles for you. Life is written, won't you live? And I shared that with my son, and uh, because I was led to to share that with him. Uh, uh, Not sometimes, but we must always exhort we must, when we see God used, when we use the gifts that God has given us, and we see a brother or sister going down the road, listen closely because the voice will be distilled. It will be uh, a calm voice to tell you uh, what, how to pray for that person, and how to go to them and ask them, "Can I pray for you?" But uh, in the conclusion, may you have a blessed day and be always be a blessing to someone and uh may God bless you may he give you understanding may he pour his spirit out upon you and that you will come into the fullness of being a whole person and a spirit child for God in Jesus name go and be blessed don't forget to hug your loved ones and uh, call that relative that you haven't spoken to in ten years and 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 we can't go outside riding dirty in Jesus name. Amen. till we meet again. Good night. well, good morning.